0: Welcome to Dialogue with State Senator Paul LaVota, your electronic town hall meeting. Join Senator LaVota, Independence Mayor Pro Tim Chris Whiting, and activist Courtney Cole for this weekly discussion about Missouri government and politics. Now here's the Missouri State Senator from the 11th District, Paul LaVota. It is June the
1: 4th, Thursday, June the 4th, as we're recording this. This is State Senator Paul LaVota, and you're listening to Dialogue. Your electronic town hall meeting I am the state senator for the 11th senatorial district That represents 178,000 people in Independence, Kansas City Parts of Lee Summit, uh, Raytown, Unincorporated Areas, Buckner And the Sibley And uh, I'm proud to uh, be in my third year in the Missouri State Senate My 11th year in the Missouri General Assembly And uh, we haven't had a dialogue program in a while um, But... Too long, and and that's why I'm so excited at this particular point juncture to introduce our Independence Mayor Pro Tem Chris Whiting. Welcome, Chris.
2: Paul, thank you so much. It's uh, always a pleasure to do this with you, Senator. And like you said, it's been a long time. It's been a while. Yeah, it feels good to get back in the chair and have the cans on. Yeah, and it's
1: it's been okay. Let's try to take a step back. Okay, okay. so we had a dialogue podcast. Program like we normally record them on Thursday. Mm-hmm. People enjoy them all all week long. Well, that's the thing about you know? this medium; they can yeah. listen any time, right? And then um, it was the end of the session, so I had I did a dialogue program with uh, young Dan Micah and Joe oh, yes. Quick. And I'm sure you enjoyed that program. That was one of the best, really. It really was. And then with all the strangeness that was happening in the last uh, week of the session. I mean, we were done at like eleven o'clock on a Thursday because of the the other things, and I'll get into some of the some of the issues that were going on that shut down the Senate. I was back in 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 doing it all by myself, trying to explain to folks what's not going on in Jefferson city <laughs> and then the next week was the we were back. I think I was here, but you were busy, and I was running around and anyway, yeah
2: yeah. Yeah, I was, I was otherwise engaged, and I don't know, you had stuff going on too. Yeah. Anyway, how many? And, it's been a long time. And then last
1: week, I was actually on a family vacation. We went to Lake Mead in Nevada, and it was beautiful, it was warm, and we were on a houseboat, and uh, it was nice to have a little um, rest and relaxation.
2: Oh, I bet it was. It was
1: very, very, very nice.
2: Well, the interesting thing, this is an outsider's perspective, mm-hmm. but session Sometimes starts out kind of slow and then it just gets to this frenzied, yes. crazy, crazy pace at the end. Insane. So I'm sure it was nice to get away. Yes,
1: was very days. nice, very very nice. Good for you. But um, you know that that doesn't stop what's going on, and in, and uh, in, to report back to folks. And sure. it's also a lot of fun to just to sit down with you and always and good. say what's going on and everything. So mm-hmm. let's do that. Let's talk about what's going on with the weekly news roundup. What happened to the Weekly News Roundup?
0: Oh boy. Can I do it without the bumper? Never. Now the Weekly News Roundup, brought to you by the good folks at Liberty Realty. Here's Chris Whiting.
2: I'm Chris Whiting. This is your Weekly News Roundup. Nixon vetoes so-called right-to-work legislation.
0: Yay!
2: Governor Jay Nixon on June 4th vetoed legislation that sought to make it a crime punishable by jail time for businesses to negotiate labor agreements that require employees to pay dues for the union representation they receive. Nixon was joined by United Auto Workers members when he vetoed House Bill 116 during a ceremony near the Ford Motor Company's Kansas City assembly plant in Clay Como. Under House Bill 116, company officials could be jailed for up to 15 days and fined $300 as well as being subject to civil lawsuits for negotiating closed shop provisions, which currently are common at Missouri businesses with union representation. Supporters of the legislation call it right to work. House Bill number 116. Do they? (laughs) Well, they call it that. Yeah would represent a significant step backwards for Missouri, Nixon said in his veto message. It would reduce wages, limit training opportunities, undermine business owners' autonomy, and expose employers and others to the threat of state criminal prosecution and unlimited civil liability. This is not a path Missouri should follow. I stand with the workers of Missouri and reject the wrong-headed legislation that that will hurt our economy, our families, and our businesses. Yeah, way to go. The Republican-controlled General Assembly will have a chance to overrule Nixon, a Democrat, at its annual veto session in September. However, when House Bill 116 won final legislative approval last month, its supporters were unable to muster the two-thirds supermajorities necessary for an override in either chamber, falling 17 votes short in the House house and too shy in the Senate.
1: Yes, and that is—this issue is the issue that shut down the Senate the last week of session— As as if you get my capital report or um, if you listen to the three weeks ago, two weeks ago issue when I talked about what happened, um, the Republicans in the Missouri Senate um, cut debate by using a very rarely used procedure called calling the previous question Mm -hmm. where they cut off debate because they knew that um, we would uh, Democrats would try to filibuster this terrible piece of legislation this is a terrible piece of legislation and the governor has it right that lowers wages in the state of Missouri. This is not something that lowers union wages, it lowers everyone's mm-hmm. wages. And if you look at other states, that's what happens. And having the government get involved with with how they collective bargain with employees is absolutely ridiculous. what's going to happen this summer is that we're going to go around and talk about how bad this legislation is and the Republicans Isn't that weird? That's that's weird. And
2: I've noticed just today, this happened, uh-huh. right, today that we're, we're yes. taping this mm-hmm. on June 4th, and I've seen multiple Facebook posts. I've gotten several emails all saying, hip, hip, hooray, the governor vetoed, yep. and nobody, I have not seen one yeah. one post, anything on social media saying, oh, how terrible he vetoed Isn't this. that
1: weird? Really I, weird. One of the other things that that I was pushing for this uh, legislative session was increasing Missouri's minimum wage, and I don't know if we'll have time to talk about that. Today we probably won't, but um, I, I tried doing an amendment. They call that order. So I sent out communication. Of what's going on? And I got three people saying they don't think it's right to re- actually four constituents saying they don't think they don't think we should raise the minimum wage. I disagree with them on that. Uh-huh. Overwhelmingly, people tell me they think we should do it. But at least I have people on the other side of it trying to speak, um, you know, from their point of view, from their business and everything else. Am I making sense? This yes. is how radical this right to work is. I have yet to get one.
2: It's it's interesting, and I don't know that it's related, but that you've not gotten one person saying yes, yes, we should pass this legislation. Mm-hmm. Two, that the majority just pushed it through knowing that they're not veto proof. Yes, it, it it almost seems like it's just uh, it's it's just puffery. Just, That's right.
1: Just, just puffery.
2: That's sh- good. Open circumstances. Right. Just. Make it a gesture. I yeah, guess.
1: and not and not even passing the legislation. That they wonder. I wonder what Jay Nixon will do on this. They knew he would veto right. it. Right. He was very clear about it. Right. And I'm glad he did. And um, we'll, we'll we'll continue to fight. Part of part of our reason, the objection to this bill is why, myself and other uh, Democratic senators, um, tried to talk about everything else and shut down the Senate for the rest <laughs> of the time.
2: So stops issued on June one by Attorney General Chris Coster. According to the report, black drivers were 75% more likely than white drivers to be pulled over by police in 2014 based on their persp- respective proportions to Missouri's driving age population. The racial disparity in stops has gotten significantly worse since 2000 when blacks were 31% more likely than whites to be stopped by police. In another continuing trend, Missouri police were more likely to search Hispanic and black drivers than white drivers, even though white drivers were more likely to be found with contraband. Hmm. The latest report was the first issued since the August 2014 shooting of unarmed black teen Michael Brown by a white Ferguson police officer helped focus national attention on a variety of law enforcement practices, including racial profiling. Democratic lawmakers filed legislation this year to require officers to undergo additional training aimed at reducing racial bias in policing, but the proposal didn't advance in the Republican-controlled General Assembly.
1: One thing that did pass was a uh, reform of... of, uh, municipal courts. Many municipal courts were using their um, law enforcement as their tax collection mm-hmm. and um, we made some adjustment and that was a good bill. I don't even know if you as a city councilman even talked about because independence was not near that level whatsoever. Right. Um, but there were some small cities that were doing that, especially in St. Louis County and that may have something to do with why they were pulling people over, where they're pulling people over. But this is this is good facts for Legislators to look at When when uh, My colleagues In the um, Black caucus Stand up and say These things are happening um, I'd listen to them But I think there's a lot Of legislators That go Oh really Well here's the facts mm. The facts are That um, Black drivers are, Were 75% More likely Than white drivers To be pulled over By police In 2014 That's fundamentally wrong In a democracy Where we want everyone To have equal opportunity And we should do something About it um, I can't sit here and tell you exactly what we need to do. I think reforming some of this law enforcement and providing them with the
2: right training is, is the step in the right direction. Very good. So... Nixon makes appointment to State Court of Appeals. Governor Jay Nixon on June 3rd appointed James Dowd of Webster Groves to the Missouri Court of Appeals Eastern District. Dowd replaces Judge Glenn Norton, who retired in February after nearly 13 years on the bench. Dowd has practiced law for more than 20 years and is a principal attorney at the James M. Dowd Law Firm in St. Louis. He is a graduate of the University of Missouri-Kansas City School of Law. Dowd was one of three nominees for the post selected by the Missouri Appellate Judicial Commission. The others were Erwin Schweitzer of St. Louis and Jefferson County Circuit Judge Lisa Page. Dowd will have to stand for a retention election in November 2016 for a full 12-year term on the court.
1: Very good. It sounds like the headline makes an appointment like he's going to go see him, but Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, he actually put a judge on. Uh, the I'd like to
2: there. make an appointment. <laughs> okay. And finally, net state revenue up 7.5% so far in 20 in fiscal year 2015. Very good. With just 1 month left in the 2015 fiscal year, net state general revenue collections were up 7.5% compared to the first 11 months of fiscal year 2014, going from 7.32 billion last year to 7.87 billion this year. Net general revenue collections for May 2015 increased 5.7 percent compared to those for May 2014, going from 614.4 million to 649.6 million. That's good news for our budget. Yeah, that's great news. And that, my friends, is your weekly news roundup, brought to you by the good folks at Liberty Realty. Very good,
1: very good, Chris. Thanks, man. Um, we haven't heard from you and what's going on in Independence in a long time.
2: It's been a while, hasn't it? Yeah,
1: and I'm just, I'm just chomping at the bit to hear you want to know
2: yeah what's going on with you chris well i got some things to share with you a couple of uh good things that i got to be a part of one we had the first annual social services summit and it's for all of the um all of the agencies that that help the the poor the neglected those that need help in the, in down, the independence the area. area the yeah. downtrodden your yeah. your weak yes yeah and we brought them altogether for a one-day summit where they could network where there were structured activities for the sharing of information and what they do hopefully to help them coordinate their activities um, as opposed to just working in silos and maybe overlapping
1: i like to say don't try to reinvent the wheel yes
2: yes you can use that if you ever want to so what i said in my remarks or that was that uh, each of us are angels with only one wing, and we can only fly with our arms around each other. I Meaning, of course, that we're much more efficient when, when we work together. work together. That's good. So that was well-received. Over 100 people attended. Uh, I don't know how many different organizations were represented, but a lot. And it looks like that will be continued. That's good. So good results from that. Also got to go speak to the, uh, the first annual Green Stormwater Retention Summit, where... Our parks department talked about what we do with stormwater to to handle it well, to take care of our plants, to make sure it doesn't get into our systems and dirty them up, and it was attended by people from municipalities all over oh, really? the Kansas City area. Do, do, uh,
1: Independence is, is like a model?
2: Yes. Yeah. We are kind of a showcase city for how we handle stormwater. Yeah. And so- their hope was to spend the day at George Owens Park, but it was in the middle of the uh, the de- deluge or deluge of mm-hmm. rain. So they they had it at the Memorial Building. But I got to come and and talk to some of those people, and I couldn't get out of there without I probably had three or four people stop me and say, "What a great event this was! Thank oh, you so much for hosting it." So that was cool. It sounds doesn't sound very
1: exciting, but I guess if you're into that thing, and uh, I'm sure I've told you the story where uh, my first re-election to the House, I'm. Knocking door to door and people are, I'm telling them I'm on the budget committee and, you know, all this stuff. Yeah. And the lady goes, really? Because my basement keeps flooding. <laughs> well, you know, and so it's like one of those things that um, has most impact on people's lives than probably anything.
2: Right. You know? Yeah. It's those things. It's the pothole in front of your house. It's right. the curb that's crumbled up. It's that storm sewer. That you see sewer. every day. It's that storm sewer. Mm-hmm. And really, I think you can make a connection between a city... That uh, is environmentally conscious. Businesses are looking more and more to be in locations that yeah. are like that. We're doing great with our stormwater. I also met with uh, the director and assistant director of IPL and of and of stormwater and Burns and McDonald to talk about our new utilities building that's going oh, good, in. and it's going to be a showpiece. Is it going to? Is it over
1: there, at Twenty Third and? Artie Mize? It, it,
2: over at 23rd and Artie Mize okay. on the, the former grounds of MCI Hospital. And it's actually the old doctor's building that's going to be completely redone. It's going to be gorgeous when it's finished. And and it's actually right in the center of the population of the city. So it's a good location to have your utility building for people that want to drop off payments or you know, have to come and, and talk to a counselor, whatever it is. So That's great. So that was exciting, and uh, we've got coming up, we were going to vote on the budget. That's oh, uh, consumed a lot of our sure. time lately. And that happens um, on Tuesday, the, what would it be, 17th, I guess? Or, mm-hmm. or, I'm sorry, Monday, the 7th, Monday, the 15th is when it happens. So we'll vote on the budget Monday, the 15th. We also have, this is, was interesting, um We had negotiated, the city had negotiated a contract with one of our local uh, unions, IBW, local number 53. Okay. And we had given the city manager, we being the council in closed session, had given him authority to negotiate up to a certain level, which was what he did. And he negotiated, came in lower, ended up negotiating right up to the level that we gave him authority to negotiate to. Well, now uh, some of the members of the council are unsure they have questions they feel like they misunderstood i i don't want to assign whatever their reasons are the, their reasons are their reasons but but now they're unsure that they want to go through with this oh boy so that will be a i you know quite a discussion i would it, it will be quite a discussion we we we've had a first reading on it the second reading again is on the 15th so we'll see we'll see what happens yeah with that it it should be, it should be interesting. Wow. So. Huh. There you go. So that's, that's, that's the city good update. And me. Hey, thanks, man. I appreciate it.
1: Well, let me give you an update. What, I guess I'll start with stuff that happened at the end of the session. I, I had a great opportunity to speak to the Independence Chamber of Commerce breakfast, let's say breakfast. And then the, that afternoon, the Kansas City Chamber of Commerce, Greater Kansas City Chamber of Commerce to kind of review some of these things. Um, and um, there's a good article in the Examiner about kind of what happened in the session, but there were some successes, I would say, that um, including our, our um, a, a Missouri Highway Patrol crime lab that would be helpful to this area.
2: Amen. That'd be good to have.
1: Uh, we we passed legislation that would move one of the court divisions to the county courthouse in, from Kansas City to Independence. That's going to be... I don't know if you noticed that the county is doing quite a bit of work um on that county courthouse. Oh, it's beautiful. And um that helped that that helped quite a bit. I was mm-hmm. glad to to work on that. Um I mentioned the the municipal um courts rev- uh changes, which I think were helpful. And the other thing that passed that I worked on quite a bit was that uh there's an outdated tax code in the state of Missouri. It was first. Adopted in 1968. You know okay. how old that is because that's an old long time ago. It is, yeah. And anyone that old is very old. And so uh, myself and Senator Bob Dixon of uh, Springfield introduced legislation to um, create a commission that will go and suggest how we can revise that tax code. Oh. You've heard me over and over again talk about tax policy, having good tax policy. Well, if you have an outdated tax code, you're not really getting to the root of what the the situation could be. You can have all these um, political arguments that we need to cut and trickle down, or we need to um, cut for the middle class, whatever it may be. But if you have tax code that's not working, it doesn't work anyway. So, this commission that we passed through legislation is going to look at what we need to do to keep us competitive as a state. And I'm, I'm very glad that we got that done. Yeah, I think exciting. that's one of those foundational things that um, will help us in the future. Um, so, those were those were some Success is something, but really it, this is the most disappointing session I've ever been part wow. of because of the circus that is Jefferson City. The the circus, we'll keep it there, it's, <laughs> and, and the, have you ever been to a circus? I have been. Well, when you go in there, you see the elephants, and they're following each other, grabbing each other by the nose and the tail and mm-hmm. walking around. They're uh, big and bulky, and they hurt other people when they're not looking. And they smell bad. I think I see where this is headed. Right, and this is this is not uncommon to what's going on in Jefferson City and <laughs> and, and the circus that is is Jefferson City. Um, some of the things that happened was we there was a bill that was passed, Senate Bill Twenty Four, that cut uh, temporary assistance for needy families. It uh, would hurt, cut immediately assistance for children six. I'm sorry, yeah. Uh, 6,000 kids will wow. have less assistance now because of, they wanted to cut that program. It didn't save us any money. It just um, The goal of it was to try to have people work harder, but when your kids are hungry, you're going to try to work anyway. The governor vetoed that, but then it was overridden. That was um, disappointing. Um, another bill that was passed was um, cutting of unemployment compensation, from uh, 20 weeks to 13 weeks in the state of Missouri, so that would hurt people who are unemployed. Yeah. Um, luckily, the governor vetoed that. They tried to bring it back up, but there were some other things going on in the last week of session that we, like, I needed to know about the journal for an hour. <laughs> um, so that, luckily, that was vetoed and, and sustained. Um, there, um, we did get the budget done in record time, um, and the governor didn't veto it. And um, the, uh, th- there were some school things that have mixed reviews. I was against it. I think it expands uh, charter schools too much and hurts our public schools. doesn't do enough for them. And then, of course, this right to work that we talked about before, and it's just that's a destructive bill and uh, piece of legislation, and, and it was very disappointing not only that we did it, but the way it was handled and the way um, um, the majority felt like they had to run over the people's voice and and that was very disappointing. Um we'll see how that goes in veto sessions since the governor vetoed it and maybe we'll have a lot to talk about on that issue.
2: Oh, I bet we will. Yeah, I bet yeah. we
1: will during on the floor. Um the other thing that I've been doing is that we uh, my office created a uh, an award called the Missouri Civic Leadership Award for middle schoolers that oh. are going into high school. Uh-huh. Um currently the house of Representatives has a the Glory of Missouri awards that the they give out for elementary kids, and then I send a congratulation letter to high school um, graduating seniors. But I thought, you know, middle school is a tough time; they need some recognition. So each middle school, um, uh, Osage Trails, um, the, because um, there's Bingham, Bingham, and uh, Piner Ridge, Ridge, and Nowlin; those mm-hmm. are the ones in my district. Um, they picked an outstanding uh, boy and outstanding girl in uh, leadership, and I was able to go present them with oh, a, that's cool. with a certificate. Uh, other thing that's consumed a lot of time since the end of session is the graduation. My daughter Madeline graduated from Truman High School, yay! And uh, all the different activities that went along with that, and she, I mean, it, it's neat. Because yeah, baccalaureate, which is neat, graduation. But they also have a legacy ceremony where the student body president, which was Madeline at the time, um, it's the seniors and and um, juniors in the auditorium talking about the legacy of the school and the show video and she kind of passes the torch to the new uh, student body president, oh, which very is our nice. which is our good friend Jack Henry Knipp. Yes, so, Jack Henry. Yeah, so he's he's a good young man. Uh, so that's been that's um, been a lot of things. That have been going on. I uh, had a uh, great event, um, and um, usually I don't talk about political. Well, I guess I talk political stuff here. Yeah. It's but I'm running. I've decided I'm running for re-election. Yeah. And uh, had an event to kick that off at the Gridiron Gridiron Glory. Pro Football Hall of Fame exhibition at Union Station. Well done, and you were there. Thank you. It was a great event, thank
2: and, you. and that exhibition is great too. Yeah. People should get out and see yeah. it. Uh, but it, it was great. Uh, you always do a good job in front of groups, but this was one of your most impassioned, uh, best speeches I've ever heard. I might vote for you this oh, time. Well, well, thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. I thank you. I appreciate. I
1: really do appreciate you yeah. telling me that. It made me yeah. feel good. And because um, when I ran for office in the first time and lost and then ran in the House and then ran for Senate, I said that I want to stand up for the people of this community. I think there's too much in Jefferson City with special interest and and not enough trying to stand up uh, for our area. And I've tried to do that, whether it's trying to ask for Medicaid expansion, um, you know, proper funding for roads, um, campaign finance reform, those things are important. But also working with the Republican senators on um, outdated uh, tax code. I mean, those to me, it's not standing up just to the to the other side, standing up to um, what's right for the area, um, whether you agree or disagree with that, or whether you agree or disagree with the governor. It doesn't make a difference. That's what the job is, and um, unfortunately, after the session, I find it even increasingly more difficult do that because of the cesspool that is Jefferson City. Mm-hmm. But that's the job and I'm honored to have it and I'm going to ask the people of the area to elect me again. So that's what we did last night to try to well begin that process. great event
2: and I am honored to have you represent me. Oh,
1: well, thank you. thank Oh, thank you. What do you have going on next? What, what can we expect from you for the next week, Chris?
2: Well, uh, we've got a study session next week and then I will be heading out of town. I've taken a new Job I'm in training right now
0: Yay!
2: Uh, uh, with Edward Jones. I'm going through my regulatory exams, and then I'll be heading off to St. Louis for a week of training on uh, building your book of business. So that's exciting, something brand new for me, totally different direction mm-hmm. in life. That's it's great. Fun.
1: That's yeah. exciting. Um, I am just glance at my calendar as far as the, the legislative political stuff. It is. Um, it's light next week. Which I'm oh, excited about, you. so I'll be working on getting the backyard all set up for the summer. Ah, yes. Um, I am excited, and I, maybe next week I'll have some more information about the. Every year we do a health fair, mm-hmm. and I usually have done it at High V. Yes, and I do that in the beginning, early fall. Well, Senator uh, Kiki Curls usually does a health fair in the spring. We've talked.
0: What
1: we're going to be doing a health fair together. And then we'll be a health fair at Kauffman Stadium. Whoa! More information to come. So we're going to make a big deal, and uh, hopefully a lot of uh, uh, of constituents and families can come out and enjoy Kauffman Stadium and also learn about ways to be healthy and get involved and everything else. So we're we're excited about that.
2: I can't think of a better location. Yeah. Wow. It's
1: all Sandra Curl's idea, and said let's work together on this. I I, t- I stole the idea from her anyway because she does such great constituent service i thought i should do something similar and uh so now we're, we're going to work together on that so that's that's pretty cool i'm, I'm Let's very go
0: health.
1: Uh, oh okay yeah yeah see yeah i mean we did have a world series in last year so. we did so yes we did so that's it i mean
2: do you got anything else to add or I, I got nothing other than this although a bite-sized portion of dialogue may have been our best show ever i agree
0: This program has been produced by Courtney Cole, Chris Whiting, and Paul LaVota, all rights reserved. Thanks again for listening to Dialogue with State Senator Paul LaVota. Contact Paul on Twitter at Paul LaVota or by email at votelavota at hotmail.com with your comments or for syndication. Join us next week for more Dialogue.